Hey, you're listening to Burst Your Bubble. I'm Josh, and I've got Kyler here with me. We're here to bring you the sharpest sports takes. Today is the comeback episode for BYB. Election season's over, so I'm back full-time with the boys, giving you all the content that you enjoy, that you ask for, that you want from us. So I am back full-time, ready to go with Kyler tonight. Uh, first, we're just going to catch up a little bit. We haven't talked in a long time either outside of the pod or on the pod, so you're going to listen to us catch up. We're going to dive into the NFL. We're pointing out some fraud, some contenders. We're going to be bursting some bubbles and a whole lot more with the NBA. We're going to talk about college football, the movers and shakers, the college football playoffs, the playoff expansion, the one heck of a bedlam game that we all just watched, right? Question mark. Uh <laughs> We have NBA stuff. The Thunder on a tear. SGA might be an MVP, might not. Uh, we've got the World Cup that just started today. We've got PGA, Live Tour, and the future of BYB. Remember to stay plugged into our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Burst Bubble. We are available everywhere you can get your podcasts. Remember to rate, review, share with your friends, your family, the lady at Starbucks, the guy at McDonald's, the guy who's uh, mowing your yard for the last time. You know, it's going to get 80 degrees next week, Kyler. We need to Oklahoma. Uh, wherever you're at, you're going to have to get your yard mode one more time. You're going to have to get your uh, your sidewalk shovel if you're in the snow. Tell them about Burst Your Bubble and let them in on the water cooler talk with all the sports that you can get. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're glad to be back. But remember, no hard feelings because more than likely, one of us will burst your bubble. BYB is back and for real this time. No BS. And to speak candidly for a second, you know, this is a passion of mine. Um, um, uh, both of ours, actually, an obsession of obsession of mine, uh, candidly, and uh, you know, to talk with you, Josh Cole, unfortunately, could not join us today, and but also literally any person we have on here, you know, talking sports with informed people, having rational discussions about rational topics about the sports that we love. It's an obsession of mine, a passion of mine, and it's time we get back to doing that, and we're doing it weekly no matter what if we need to do solo episodes whatever needs to happen we'll be getting an episode out every single week you know we had a guy come into uh bigfoot axe throwing today um and used a pro he, he had used a promo code online for uh bigfoot axe throwing got that got the 10 percent off or 20 percent off i'm sorry so uh make sure we'll talk about that a little bit God, that's a that is that, we can talk about that now because that was an incredible story i mean i'm not gonna lie to you when like i got like, I was all smiles, and it amped me up to do the podcast tonight. I told Beck about it as we were sitting on the couch, finally eating lunch after we had a pretty productive afternoon. But I was I was giddy when I was telling her about it. I was like a little kid. I was like, babe, there are legit people, random people that we've never met who just listen to us talk sports and just have a good time. So that's it's an amazing thing. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, it, it's a- – pretty a pretty non-humble brag but you know it's the first time this has happened to us for sure that you know a random person a fan that has come up and you know he i figured when i saw the booking and he used the promo code that he was a friend of josh's he came in he said oh he's, oh shit you're kyler and uh i was like i asked him if he was a friend of josh he's like nah i'm from oklahoma city i listened to the pod it's like man i was i was blown away i couldn't have been happier uh like josh said and that you know really inspired me to get back to the fans get back to giving you guys a show every single week at least one a week. Um, that being said, Josh, what have you been up to, buddy? Oh, just, before before you answer, I want to give you just a huge shout out. You know, in your personal career, uh, getting that win. Well, I appreciate that, Kyler. You know, it's uh, it's translated uh, from everything. My high school days. I hate to lose. Always been a competitor, but really, it was a, a great team effort. 
an amazing candidate to get behind. It's easy to sell a uh, sell a person who works as hard as Mark Wayne does. Still going to get him on the podcast one day to talk uh, about all of his uh, MMA training days when he was a professional fighter. And his wife was actually a, a professional kickboxer, too. Uh, she trained with uh, uh, Chuck Liddell's group. Really? So, oh, yeah. With yeah. uh, with that legendary coach and in, in yeah. like up in up in the mountains, you're up in yeah. the snow. Really? Well, I don't know if it was up in the snow, but yeah, she trained with Chuck Liddell's people. Oh, that uh, John Hackman. Sure, I think it's. I, I don't know who it was with, but I just know it was with his like with his group. Um, and Mark Wayne, I mean, he's done you know he's done MMA yeah. with all tons of famous people. He was big on the uh, Ali Bill from a few years ago, so he's in with the. Boxing and UFC people, but you know. Anyway, so no, the professional life has been very good. Kyler election season, as everyone knows, it's listening had me very busy. No matter what your politics are, uh, every election cycle, make sure you get out and cast your vote, do your patriotic duty. Uh, what we you know have here in this country. So it is an honor to have this kind of job. I did not know that they existed whenever I was uh, graduating high school. So if you are a, a you know high school or college kid trying to figure out your path in life, feel free to uh, shoot me a uh, email or a message on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you want. Uh, I'd be more than happy to talk to you about that too. But Kyler, other than that, man, uh, after the election was over, I got to go on a trip to Nashville. Uh, went and watched a Titans game with my boys uh, Mayo and uh, James and Shadow. But uh, Mayo and James, hardcore listeners of the podcast, uh, they were also very upset that we had not put an episode out in a while. But, Kyler, I will say legal betting in Nashville, because I'm in the state of Tennessee where sports betting is legal, I had the best betting weekend that I've had in a very long time. I mean, Josh (laughs) – uh, we we're not we won't even get into it, but how fucking ridiculous is it that it's not legal legal in Oklahoma? Well, Kyler, it got killed in the legislature last year, but I've you know I I've been hearing some you know some gossip in here, some things going around. So maybe we'll get lucky uh, this session, and maybe we'll see something come out of it. I don't know, but uh, I'm I'm sure hoping that we see something come out because the state's losing a lot of money. We're losing a lot of. Uh, opportunities in the state of Oklahoma. Absolutely. But uh, I mean, speaking of Josh, I'm sure you won one money in that Titans Packers game. So I actually went to the Titans Broncos game Sunday, but I did still win uh, money on the Titans game. So we had a, uh, we, we cooked up a nice little parlay. Sorry. I'm also recovering from strep. So we cooked up a nice little parlay. Um, Let me pull my ticket here because I had a, uh, well, my first bet that I won it was a $50 free bet on the Hard Rock app, and uh, I threw $50 on TCU uh, plus three and a half or whatever it was against Texas and uh, Georgia Moneyline, and I won quite a bit of money. I like that. And then while you were there, I also sent you a UFC ticket because that was the weekend of uh, the Adesanya fight. Yeah, and it did not cash. Unfortunately, Israel Adesanya, I mean – now, 0-3 to Alex Pereira. We'll see if he can bounce back and, you know, finally get his redemption in the fourth fight. But, I mean, Josh, if you're 0-3 against a guy, how much confidence do you have going to, going into the fourth fight? Not a lot. I mean, two were in kickboxing, and one one, one was in UFC. And it, the one in UFC, he was dominate. I mean, he, he was up at least three rounds to one. I mean, maybe uh, you could even argue four to zero. But, I oh, mean, yeah. That, in that fifth, in that fifth round, got got put to sleep, or not even put to sleep. He got he got stopped. I mean, maybe some people are arguing early stoppage, but I mean, the, bad things were about to happen. 
I'm gonna. I was trying to find that uh, the ticket that you sent me so I could remember all the plays, but uh, I don't see it on my app here. But I so the first bet that I won, Kyler, uh, was I just it was an easy bet. I went up. Well, this isn't the first one. This is the uh, that was the first one on Sunday. Let me scroll the way down here. All right. So the first one I won was my fifty dollar free bet um, and a TCU plus seven and a half, which was free money. Should have took the money line and Georgia money line. Obviously, they won. And so the the fifty dollar free bet paid out fifty five dollars. So I had fifty five free dollars right off the bat because you know you don't get your fifty, but I got to keep all nice. fifty five. So. Um, the one that you sent me, I used a $20 free bet on and, uh, we hit two out of four legs. We, uh, lost Riddell. We oh, won Riddell. Fourier. We won Zhang and Josh, we lost Adesanya. You didn't want, you, you have no idea about that. Michael Chandler, uh, Dustin Poirier fight, do you? Kyler, come on. Do you know, do you know either of those two guys? Oh yeah. I know them both. Is it Dustin the diamond? Dustin the Diamond Poirier from Lafayette, mm-hmm. Louisiana. He's Bro, got some, I'm a hardcore he's got, casual. He's got some. He's got some delicious, delicious hot sauce. What a fucking fight that was, Josh. You need to. Uh, you need to find find the YouTube video of that and watch it after we get through recording. You might want to watch it in the morning so you, so you could sleep tonight because that was a <laughs> fucking fight. That'll get your energy going. As we're saying this, we're we're watching the end, or I, at least I am. I'm watching the end of this Chiefs Chargers game. Uh, there's about five minutes left in the game. Uh, Chargers are down by three, just crossed midfield. So I know that Kyler, I'm also watching the game, but I know Kyler's ahead of me because I'm at 550. Oh, yeah, way ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> um, okay, so that was the bet you sent me. So my the first one I won was TCU Georgia. The next one that I won, just an easy Titans minus two and a half. I actually came down to a nail batter. Yeah, I did. Won the bet, used a bet of 20, 140. Free money there. Then my best bet of the weekend. Wage ten dollars, win a hundred. Josh Jacobs anytime touchdown. James Conner anytime touchdown. CD Lamb anytime touchdown. Cash. 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 And then the only other one I won was we were uh, Monday Sunday night. Monday night we were watching the uh, Eagles Commanders. We watched the Commanders beat the Eagles in historic fashion, which we'll talk about later. But I spent $2 on the next touchdown score, which was Brian Robinson, and it $2 paid me 30 Whoo, Josh, watch something crazy that happened around three minutes and 40 seconds. That's all I'll tell you. Um, so – Josh, so Nashville was a great time, Kyler. What have you yeah, been up to? I was going to say, what what else happened in Nashville? Did I mean how were the bars? How was the scene? I mean, how Wait. was the how was the live music scene? I, that's that's what I love most about Nashville. So it was my first time in Nashville. To be honest, we didn't spend a whole lot of time on Broadway. We spent more time on a place at a place called uh, Printer's Alley, Painter's Alley, something that's a just a couple streets off of Broadway. But we did go to Jason Aldean's. We went to uh, Kid Rock's. Uh, great rooftop bars. I love being on a rooftop, Kyle. I don't know what it is, but I you can ask anyone. I love being on a roof, and this was great. <laughs> but um, I, I was gonna say, you know, I'm not a I'm not the biggest fan of live music, but if you're on a rooftop bar and there's music underneath, in like that's exactly what it was in the floor below. I mean, that is the ideal setup. It was it was honestly perfect. So the other thing that we did over on Painter's Alley was we went to this bar. I don't remember what it was called, um, but it was basically just a karaoke place. Mm. And uh, I sang a lot of karaoke. I two-stepped a lot. I just had a wonderful time. Oh, okay. 
What's your what's your go to karaoke song? Uh, well, so that actually got put into question on this trip because uh, one of my go tos is "Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue" mm-hmm. by Toby Keith. Of course. But listen to this: in Nashville, they told me I couldn't play it because it was too patriotic. Ooh. I said, I said, Bubba, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, I'm pretty confused about that one. Yeah, so that was kind of weird, but um, so that one's usually my go-to. But the other one that I love to do to is the other two. American, at least I know I'm free. Okay, See, there you it? go. Uh, the other two I love is "Break My Stride" by Matthew Wilder. Okay, yeah. nothing gonna break my stride. Nothing gonna slow me down. Yeah. Okay. Um, then my other one is uh, "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. I mean, that gets pretty tough after the first four lines. Oh no, dude! I. Okay. Okay, you got it. Yeah. I got I mean, it. It's kind of like that, you know, how to, how to love by Lil Wayne. You know, you just need this. You can't forget it. That's right. How to hate. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> uh, uh, Josh, what have you been up to, man? I, that's what I've been doing. Nashville. I finally got back to work. I'm reinstated on the house. What have you been up to? So I mean, we had the we had a little you know a break between when when school started, and now it's Thanksgiving. So it's Thanksgiving time. We're getting bombarded with people up in Hojatown. Hojatown's going crazy. Uh, you know, keep him busy with this with his four year old coming running around. Hopefully, she stays asleep back there in her room. You can kind of see my background's a little bland. I'm not I'm not quite into my studio yet. Um, I am in the new house, so just just getting everything ready, man. Just you know, working hard, trying to trying to stack up. Well, you know, congrats on getting into the new house. I know that's been a project for a while, and uh, I know that Ken adores the podcast, and uh, you staying up late to do this. Yeah, she's she'll, she's going to be pretty upset that she she's not going to make a feature. We actually have our own podcast. We haven't pu- published any episodes yet, <laughs> but uh, every night we record about a, a five to fifteen minute podcast, depending on her on how long she stays in- interested in the topic. Well, you got to start throwing those up on TikTok clips. Definitely, definitely. We're we're trying. We're, you know, we we've had we've had probably five or six test runs. You know, we're we're really finding our rhythm now. So, what's her favorite topic? Bluey. What is that? Oh, you don't know Bluey? Like the color blue? No, dude. It's a show about these about this about a blue healer. Um, there it's an Australian it's an Australian kids TV show. So all the all the accents are in Australian. Oh man, it's a beautiful show. Bluey. All right, I will, I'll put that one on my list. No, you definitely like you you would enjoy it. like it. It's a show where. You know, you know, because some of these some of these shows are kind of made for parents as well, because for parents to sit through. This is one of those shows where I, I I genuinely enjoy it while she's watching it. Okay, Bluey, add it to the list. I've actually been going back and watching White Collar, uh, one of my all time favorite series. Okay, yeah, just a a, a classic USA show. Let's it just is. name some. Well, I mean, Franklin and Bash. Think about that. Oh yeah. I mean, Burn Notice. Oh, Burn Notice, man. I Oh, Burn Notice was a good one. NCIS and White Collar, I watched those religiously. I still watch NCIS. There's some making NCIS episodes. I bet you're a huge Monk fan. I was not. I actually hated <laughs> Monk, but I loved Psych. Psych was also Psych, one of the I mean, best shows. Hey, we're talking about shows like kind of like, like that. I mean, I think the one of the best medical shows of all time, it's House. Oh, for sure. Like... Well, even if girls try and talk about Grey's Anatomy, it's like, well, have you seen House? Because like it's 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 better. Yeah, that man was taking painkillers every day. And, and there's still the, the the love and the drama, and but it's actual. I mean, it's all fake medicine, but it's still medicine. Oh yeah, no, House is one of those iconic shows. 
iconic. We're getting into some nostalgia for Josh. This I mean, is some USA shows right now. Yeah, this I, is think, good. I think that was on like Fox or something. It was pretty big. Yeah, I mean, House was big, big time. There was like 13 seasons of that show. There was a lot of seasons. And then Wilson died. Spoiler alert. Oh, jeez. Hope you, uh, everyone by now, everyone should have seen House. One of my co workers was just started Naruto. Josh, do you know how many fucking no? I'm sorry, he was reading Naruto. Do you know how many, how many series? So, a series is like, I guess, a, a book or a chapter. I'm not really sure which is which. Do you know, guess how many series there are of Naruto? I 785. I'm... He finished it in a week. I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing for what? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I was like, all right. You have anything better with your life oh, to do? Absolutely. Kyler, here's something. Okay, besides this podcast, Burst Your Bubble, I've got something else that people can do in their free time. So, Kyler, I've uh, been getting very big into, uh, they're not self-help, but uh, self-help books. I've got another one, another good one. So I've talked about uh, Atomic Habits on here. And I've talked mm -hmm. about uh, The Art of Sleep, which are both mm -hmm. very good. Um, but Dichotomy of Leadership. It is by Jocko Willink, former Navy SEAL guy. I'm about three quarters of the way down with it. Solid book. Um, there's a podcast. Jocko Willink is not in it, but it's called the Naked Leadership Podcast. Very good thing if you're not, if after you listen to Burst Your Bubble, got all your sports filled, and you need something else to do with your time, go listen to the Naked Leadership Podcast if you're trying to build up any of your skills. I did listen to uh, Extreme Ownership by Jocko, so I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, so Extreme Ownership was the prequel to the dichotomy of leadership i have to uh, i'll definitely check that out for sure yeah, it's, it's, a, it's been a good one so far oh another uh, audiobook on spotify it's for free um that i cannot believe i never heard until like three weeks ago is rich dad poor dad and if you've not listened to rich dad poor dad you are severely missing out another one now added to the list all right josh Anything all right Kelly, are you are you ready to uh talk sports I guess so. I mean, where are we going to start? I mean, here's where we really need to start at. The college basketball is back. I mean, that was kind of weird. They're playing on a cruise ship again. Well, Kyler, before before we get into – and sorry, I know that we do this all the time, but I just am now caught up with you to the fact that I've got a minute 46 left in the Chargers-Chiefs game. The Chargers just scored, kicked an extra point. They're up 27-23, less than two minutes. This, to me, is known as Patrick Mahomes' time. Uh, the way too much time on the clock and right now i'm actually watching a uh, commercial for that scary santa claus movie how do you feel about that scary santa claus i've not seen it i've seen the santa i've seen the movie with ryan reynolds and will ferrell but i know they're not a scary movie no this is a, this is a scary santa claus movie um let me see if i can catch a name of it it's called violent night hmm. uh yeah so watch for that one surprised you've seen it um okay college basketball on a cruise ship I mean, yeah, they played on that naval ship. You remember they played played there a few mm -hmm. years ago. So they played there again. I don't know. That seemed that seemed that's always seemed weird to me. Um, I'm not paying. I'm. I, I, you kind of have to pay attention to college basketball this week because it's it's feast week. So they start playing at 10 a.m. every day. And like there are important games at 10 a.m. on like a Tuesday where you don't have work because Thanksgiving is on Thursday. So it's a, it's it's kind of getting important, but then it'll wane off again until around February March after the Super Bowl. Um. So nothing really to focus on there. I mean, I mean, there's no big twelve teams that are really good, right? I mean, Texas, Texas is good. Texas could win the national championship. They blew out Gonzaga. Yeah, Texas is good. Other than that, though, I mean, OU and OSU are pretty bad. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, the oh, OSU OSU will probably finish second or third in the conference. Um, 
They, I just really like their coach. NBA, have you watched? I mean, over under Josh, have you watched five, four and a half NBA games? Yeah, absolutely. Four. I've probably watched. I've probably watched ten full games. Okay, I respect eight. That. Eight of them being Thunder games. Okay, so I mean, and you see that, I mean, they're, they're, Josh, they're four games out of the first spot. I know. Hey, SGA is looking more and more like the real deal. I mean, if you look around, if you listen to around the league, people are calling him an all-star, a young superstar, oh. put him up there with everyone else in the game. I mean, Shea Gildas-Alexander is getting the respect he deserves. No, I mean, he is absolutely <clears> – <throat> I mean, there's no question he's an all-star. I mean, all NBA should be. I mean, he he should be up there in consideration for it. And Josh, I've been saying it since before the season started. He's in consideration for MVP. If the Thunder can, if the Thunder can continue to win these basketball games, absolutely. The big question I have for you, Kyler, is: Do the Thunder pull Shea again down the stretch? Yeah, but but that's also that's also what I mean. I I I, I hate about it is. Do you think SGA just like if he was held? Do you think they pulled him? Do you, or do you think he had an injury that they didn't want to make worse? I mean, I'm sure there was some injury that they said they didn't want to make worse. Because if Shea Gil- Gilgis Alexander is healthy, I guarantee you that man is playing basketball. But what is healthy? I mean. Are we talking, you know, he's got a, a bruise on the side and they're like, well, you know, we don't want to well, risk anything. I mean, what what level of healthy are we talking for him to get pulled for two two half seasons in a row? Well, there well, there's a difference between I mean, obviously, if you're in if you're battling for a a four seed, a three seed, or, or I'm sorry, if you're battling in the playoffs, you know, or if you're battling for top positioning at the end of the season, yeah, for sure you don't want to pull him. He could probably play through it. But if you might be battling for a play-in spot, why risk it? And, and that's my point. Are, is the, are the Thunder going to win enough games to put themselves in a position for SGA to have to or could play through some of these nagging injuries? Absolutely. I mean, I, Josh, what did I predict? I predicted them as a, as a six seed. <clears throat> yeah, six seed, yeah. I think I said play-in tournament. So, I mean, right now, Denver's the sixth seed. I mean, I'm very confident that we beat Denver. If SGA, if SGA is on, he's a top seven player in this league. I agree. I mean, there's not a lot of people that are better than Shea Gilders Alexander right now. I mean, Josh, when they played the Celtics and they lost to him, he outplayed Jason Tatum. Oh, for sure. And the Thunder shouldn't have lost that game. Absolutely not. And if they would have won that, that fluky game um, – Against uh, Milwaukee a few a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. they would yeah. they would have been on like a six game win streak. Yeah, it was very impressive. Is uh, is Giddy back full time? Uh, he is. Uh, I, th- I saw something about him today. I'm not sure. Because he's got to be getting close. Got to be getting close. And to Josh, I, I mean, I know it's it's raved about on his on on Twitter everywhere else. People rave about it at the water cooler for God's sakes. His inbound passes. Jesus Christ. He's the best in the league. There's maybe two or three players in the league that can well, do what he does. LeBron James is pretty good at it. Like I said, there's two or three <laughs> players in the league that can do it. It's I mean, Steph Curry can, maybe LaMelo. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron. And let's I just talk, want to hear you say it. I just want to hear you let's, say let's that talk, LeBron can do that. Let's talk will about you say that. Will you say that for me real quick? LeBron can for sure. But okay, let's, that's all right. Let's let's talk about the the next to last team in the league, the Los Angeles Lakers, sitting at four and ten. Josh, what's going on? 
Well, I mean, I, I said it before the season started that they needed to do something different. But, I mean, Kyler, it's the same thing that we've seen year after year with, with people building around LeBron James. LeBron and James need shooters around him, and they just haven't had it. LeBron's also, you know, what has he missed, four games in there right now? Yeah, I believe so. Because of his groin. So, I mean, you know, he's he's missing time. AD's already banged up again. Russell Westbrook is coming off the bench. Hey, first couple of games, first few games of the year, Russell Westbrook looked pretty good coming off the bench. Absolutely. Accepting that six-man role and just kind of coming in and playing looked pretty good. And I believe they uh, – they... Yeah, they're definitely going to win tonight, leading the Spurs 67-95 at the end of the third. And I know Anthony Davis had like 20-16 at halftime. So, I mean, if Anthony Davis is in the game and he's playing, he's healthy. I mean, they're I think he's one of the best players in the league. But it's just it, – it's a real question every single night whether he's going to play. And the other question is, at what point do you trade – Away, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Is LeBron James gonna <laughs> gonna finish out on the Lakers? I mean, you got to try and you know get a bag of chips for him, right? You trade LeBron James or Anthony Davis. I mean, you got to at some point the Lakers have to realize that either they're gonna have to bring in weapons to to actually surround these guys with, mm-hmm. or get or ship them and try to get something in return. You got to think. So they're debt one thousand percent never trading LeBron James. I know that, but and the only way they trade Anthony Davis is if LeBron tells them to. But that's my point. Like you guys are not winning. It's not working. At what time? At what point do you say this was a failed experiment after the championship? And I hate it. Wasn't even a failed experiment. You got a championship out of it. It was a success. It was a successful experiment. And at what point is it time to move on to the next chapter of the Lakers? That's my question. Or if you're LeBron James, when is the next time? What's the next time to move on to the next chapter of your life? When Bronny enters the NBA. Or LeBron continues to take these movie roles and he's right there in LA, 20 minutes from the studio to the practice gym. I mean, and that's the other thing. I mean, what if he never leaves LA? I mean, he could finish his career this year and, you know, just be done in LA and retire and watch Bronny play basketball. But what if they get the number one pick and draft Victor Wimbignana? Then LeBron's not <laughs> retired. LeBron's going to win four more chips. This is going to be crazy. The uh, thing is, LeBron and Tom Brady are so similar because every year, as of like last year, every year that the season ends, everyone is going to speculate that LeBron James is retired. Have you seen anything happen in this game yet? Uh, no, mine throws at a minute 23. I haven't seen anything. All right, well, uh, let me see. You can just tell me. Uh, Travis Kelsey just scored to go ahead and touch down with 31 seconds left. Well, of course he did. I said that was too much time. Way too much time for Travis Kelsey. But the problem right now is there's 21 seconds, or however much time I said left on the clock. And they are down three. 31 seconds left on the clock. They're down three, and the Chargers have three timeouts. Looks like we're going to get some overtime, boys. Too much time for Justin Herbert. Uh, I mean, besides that, uh, did you see um, Giannis push over that ladder? Giannis push over a ladder. Yeah, he came. He came. He came out uh, after a game to get some shots up, get a little practice up after the game. And uh, a guy was, you know, on a ladder about to probably maybe take the net down. They needed to change the court over. I don't know what they were trying to do. But Giannis basically talked to him for a second, asked to move. The guy did not move. Uh, kind of moved the ladder back to where he needed it. Giannis was like, "Hey, man, 
I'm about to shoot some fucking free throws. I'm I have I'm worth more than this arena. You're gonna move this goddamn ladder and moved it like it was a like a step ladder, and it was like a 16 foot ladder. Jesus, is that a good look? I mean, you know, he came out afterwards and apologized about it and said, you know, he didn't mean any disrespect, but you know. But the guy's just a ladder pusher, you know. I mean, he's or he's just a worker. He's not the millionaire NBA player that I am. Yeah, but you're if you're that ladder guy, you also got to read the room. Yeah, but I mean, you're you're right, dude. That guy that guy has a job. That I saw a uh, I saw a thing on some social media platform that said, "No matter how important you are, you're never too important to be nice to people." Remember that, Giannis. You always can be nice to people. Yeah, that's true. Another thing I heard today. Uh, I actually say this to my coworkers a lot. Uh, uh, be nice to yourself. You know why, Josh? What's that? Because you're listening. Oh. Eight-inch box right between the ears. That's it. It's always listening. That being said, uh, let's move on to a team. Let's move on to college football, unless you got more in the NBA. Uh, I mean, like I said, the Thunder is the main thing that I've been watching. Yeah. So, I mean, the Thunder is the main thing I know about. I don't know how much NBA you've been watching, Kyler. I'm sure the Bucs are great. I've seen that Steph Curry just makes an inordinate amount of threes but again. So, oh, the Warriors suck? Oh, yeah. They're 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 right, right down there with the Lakers. Oh, man. Yeah, they're not What good. happened? Why are they – why do they suck? Uh, I couldn't honestly tell you, Josh. I'm not watching a lot of their games. Uh, just not a lot of team help. Well, I know that Curry had 31 points at halftime the other night. Ended with 50. They lost to the Knicks. <laughs> Jesus, what a time we live in in 2022. No, that's it for me, Kyle. I don't have any more NBA. Um, but we got to get somebody on that knows NBA. Let's bring on, you know, your boy Scoop or something. Yeah, we'll get Scoop on ASAP, ASAP. Uh, yeah, let's go, to our, let's go to college football. Kyle, before we go to college football, real quick, guys, go follow us on social media. My social media for the podcast is at SportsBYBP on Twitter, uh, Burst Your Bubble on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm going to start putting up our BYB locks. Kyle's going to start putting up clips of the show. We're going to get things going on on all of our social media platforms, uh, start putting reels up on Instagram, getting active that we uh, outreach is for everyone. So go follow us on all of our social media platforms on Twitter. I'm at jkeatno 20 Kyler's at Kyler012 and Cole is at J underscore Cole underscore Jackson. Go follow our uh, family over at Underapp Sports at Underapp Sports. They have live streams all the time. Count the buckets going on right now. They've got uh, uh, Gen Z. They've got uh, some great other shows. Underapp Bets. They're always doing sports betting stuff. They've got promos that you can get free bets on. I mean, it's just a, a great thing over there with what they're doing. Go follow at Unwrap Sports. And for your fantasy football efforts, you know, we're coming down the stretch, midway down the season. You're kind of knowing whether or not you're going to make the playoffs or, or you're right there on the bubble. For all your tips, tricks, and how to win your league going down the stretch, the waiver wire ads, go follow at Fantasy BYB, our fantasy football expert, Shane. With that, Kyler, let's get into the fellows who were on their way to the NFL with college football. There's been some. Skyler, let's get to the guys who are on their way to the NFL or trying to get there in college football. There's been a ton of stuff happening. First thoughts on college football this year? Um, I mean, my first thoughts, especially from this Saturday, was just Tennessee. I mean, obviously the horrible, horrible news coming out uh, today or as we're recording today about Hendon Hooker, uh, torn ACL out for the season, so he'll be out for the bowl game. Uh, didn't look like, especially after today, we're going to get into the playoff. I mean, absolute uh, – demolishing a smushing from South Carolina Spencer Rattley I mean my goodness where's this guy been all year I mean it, 
he's been I mean he's been hiding out. I mean, but he looks pretty good down there. The second half of the season, he's really he's really came came along. Um, and I mean, obviously Ohio State they had a little they had a little more trouble with Maryland than I figured they would. That gives me a little bit of scare. And the same thing with Georgia. I mean, sixteen to six. I get the weather. I get, talk to about me anything you want, but Alabama obviously they uh they did what they needed to do, but they're out of the thing. TCU, Josh, what do you think about the TCU Baylor game? I mean, TCU literally winning this on a walk off field goal. They had to rush their special teams, their field goal unit on with seven seconds left. The guy didn't even pace off the kick. He just ran to his spot with three. He got to his spot when there was three seconds left, hiked it, kicked it, zero seconds, game winner, walk off. I mean, you know, it's Big 12 football coming down the stretch. I mean, it's not like Baylor's a terrible team. You know, they've been playing spotty all year. So, I mean, it, it makes sense that they would play them close. I mean, I don't even know if TCU is a favorite. I think they were only up – I think they were only the favorite minus one and a half. So, I mean, even Vegas knew that this was going to – I mean, it's supposed to be a close game at least. So, I I kind of expected it to be a close one, especially after TCU, you know, shocked the Vegas odds by destroying Texas the week before. So, I thought this would be a close one. Um, I think, you know, TCU's got a good chance to win out and make it to the playoffs. Well, Josh, they they have the uh, – I think – uh, who do they have next week? Is, is it next week championship Saturday? Uh, it, it's got. If it's not, it's got to be close. I believe it is. Uh, maybe, no, maybe maybe it's the next week after that. This championship, yeah, it is. Uh, so yeah, they play Iowa State this weekend, which okay, should sure. be a win. Exactly. Uh, so and then they've got the obviously the um, which I think they'll, they're going to end up playing Iowa State again in the in the Big Twelve championship unless. Uh, maybe K State. I mean, K State's no pushover either. I mean, K State, K State honestly should have beat TCU in that in their matchup earlier this year. Well, but, it definitely uh, will not be Iowa State. Um, it's probably going to be Kansas State. So TCU's number one at eight. No, Kansas State six and two. Texas five and three. Oklahoma State four and four. And let's go and talk about Oklahoma State. I mean, since that loss to TCU, I mean, it's it's absolutely derailed their season. They well, drop it. A lot of that was Spencer Sanders getting hurt. And then we could talk about TCU hurting all these oppo- all opposing teams' quarterbacks. Yeah. Because that happened about six weeks in a row. Um, but Oklahoma State obviously got drubbed today against Oklahoma. Uh, I, I, I was you know on and off watching this game, watching on the TV as I was working, but yeah, it didn't seem like much of a game, Josh. Well, the problem was it was over in the first quarter. I mean, when you come out 28-0 in the first, Spencer Sanders throws that pick on the sideline when they're getting down in the red zone. Um, well, I don't even think they were in the red zone. I think they were probably like on the 35, and he just underthrew a ball that should have been. If he threw it, you know, an extra three or four yards is a touchdown all day long, but I'm an armchair quarterback this thing all day. Um, so, I mean, after that, I mean, you just knew the game was over. O- Oklahoma State did have the firepower to get back in it. It was a typical – I saw this tweet. I'm not going to take credit for it, but it is exactly how I felt in the moment. There's three things certain in this life, Kyler. Death, taxes, and Oklahoma winning Bedlam. Yep. And it just felt no different. No doubt about that. So, Josh, let's talk real quick about the football playoff. So, obviously, we're going to have Georgia there. We're going to have Ohio State there. Yeah. So, Ohio State and Michigan are going to play. Yeah. So, that's going to be interesting there. TCU, if they went out, let's say TCU – and 
USC went out. So you uh USC is a one loss Pac twelve championship team. TCU is an undefeated Big Twelve championship team. Who gets in? I mean, it's, it, it's got to be TCU, right? Yeah, you'd think. I mean, undefeated. You'd think. My thing is, if you you're a Big Twelve, you're not Notre Dame. You know, you're not playing in the No Conference. You're not playing in the Sun Belt. You know, you're you're playing in the Big Twelve. And you go undefeated, win the Big 12 championship, you've got to get into the college football playoffs. I mean, you know, Lincoln Riley is known to sneak his way into those playoffs. Uh, and that wouldn't – Josh, and as as much shit as we talked about Caleb Williams leading up to – I mean, leading up to this episode especially, but all season long, he's a legitimate Heisman candidate. He's probably going to be in New York. I think the question for me, Kyler, I think this is I, I agree with that actually. He is a very he's been very good. Which I mean we knew he was good. I mean that wasn't the question. It was just everything that happened. That's we why, knew he was gonna that's be That's why good. everybody was pissed that he left OU. Yeah, it wasn't because we lost some a trash coach and a trash quarterback. I mean, you know, that, that stuff hurts. My question to you, Kyler, about the playoffs. Ohio State and Michigan play. What are those teams are gonna be eleven and one? Yep. USC finishes out. Eleven and one. I mean, TC does TCU move up to the third spot, and then the loser of Ohio State, Michigan, battle USC for the fourth spot. Isn't that how this is supposed to work? Uh, you would think so, Josh. But I mean, now that I'm even looking at this Michigan game, I mean, they, they beat Illinois by two this week. Just the committee looks at stuff like that. I mean, that's I not. Know. That that uh, Georgia losing or winning by by ten to Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky a, a tough team. I mean, Ohio State beating Maryland by thirteen, giving up thirty points to Maryland. I mean, the the committee really looks at things like this, so it's going to be really interesting how they uh how they decide to to rank these teams uh, come tomorrow. I don't know. I unless TCU loses, man, I just it's hard for me to envision them not being in the college football playoffs. It's true. All right, uh, you ready to talk about the big boys? Uh, actually, I have one uh, one bubble bursted um, for college football. Okay. Um, and that is going to be the fans of the state of Alabama. Uh, Alabama bubble bursted very quickly. Everyone thought, you know, Bryce Young's going to be the real deal. We're going to take it all the way undefeated again. Nick Saban, yada, yada, yada. Georgia had their one year. Now it's our turn. That was absolutely not the case. Uh, I hate to burst your bubble, Alabama fans, but – Actually, I love the Berkshire Bowl because that did not work out for you. And uh, TCU went, uh, winning this week that that also bursted Alabama's bubble because Josh, as as long as, as of a shot it was, there was a real shot Alabama could have gotten to the playoff. If TCU lose, if everything fell fell the way it could have, TCU loses today, being one of them, they they could have snuck their way in there. And uh, I think I heard Big Cat say this: it would have been hilarious to see them, you know, as a four seed. But you know, probably still minus one twenty to win the national championship. Oh yeah, the odds would have been incredible because you get that's the thing you get saving in the playoffs and he's a monster. But this year couldn't get to the playoffs. Sorry about you. All right, let's move on to the big boys. Oh, Kyle, before because NFL is obviously going to be my favorite thing to talk about. Definitely. I just got to do. I got the one other little random thing out. The World Cup started today. Oh, Ecuador! Ecuador beat Chile. Two to zero. <coughs> is it coming home? Chilly. Uh I I hope so. Probably not. But the women's the it might for the women's. I mean, they've already been dominating people. They're two and zero right now. 
I love it. But for the men, the men start today, Chile. The men, uh, USA men's play. Whenever everyone's listening to this, it will be today. It started yesterday. Do you but wanna, they play today at one o'clock central. Do you want to dive into the geopolitics of everything there? Uh, no, not even a little <laughs> bit. But but I do know that the World Cup is going to be a great time. I love watching the World Cup. Uh, and uh, you know, go USA. Go USA. Uh, yeah, I will I'm be definitely... watching every match that USA plays. I will definitely try my best. If I I might, I might actually go in there and put the updates on my phone. So I'll, I'll know when they're playing. I'll, I'll tune in. Definitely. Yeah, no there you go. That. All right, Kyler. I'm not going to podcast. Hey, I, when the World Cup is on, Kyler, we are absolutely a soccer podcast. We're a, we're a football podcast. We are a um, Alex Morgan podcast. Yes, we are. <laughs> Bonk. Um, yeah, but Josh, let's move on. Let's Josh, let's go ahead and start with your team. Uh, and just to get you jazzed up about the segment, Ravens 13, Panthers 3. I mean, this this was capped off by four straight possessions that were turnovers for the Panthers. I think it was a downs, then it was a fumble, then two straight picks to seal the win for the Ravens. Uh, any concern whatsoever? Only only thirteen points. This is a tough Raven or a tough tough Panthers team. Um, but you know, thirteen points. What's going on? The Panthers defense is very good. Uh, Marlon, to what you said, Marlon Humphreys is a very good football player, uh-huh. and he made two incredible plays, the the strip for the fumble and the pick. I mean, Marlon Humphreys just continues to be an all-star. So defense, no concerns. We bring in um, Roquan Smith even from the Bears. I mean, we made some great moves before, at the trade deadline, looking very good, except Lamar Jackson is, you know, we're up to Jersey here. I got the number eight on my chest. Lamar Jackson is out here making Demarcus Robinson look like an all-star. The man has no targets to throw to outside of Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews has been banged up. I mean, we're throwing to Tylen Wallace, James Proch, Devin DuVernay, and Demarcus Robinson. Shout out to Demarcus Robinson, though. I mean, nine targets, nine receptions, 128 yards. That's what I'm saying. He might be an (laughs) all-star. It's it is honestly ridiculous because if Lamar had weapons around him, I, I I mean the offense would not be a problem. That's why you know it was so mind-boggling when we traded away Hollywood Brown. Rashad Bateman obviously was filling that role until he got hurt again with the foot injury. Um, Devin Duvernay is still one of the most incredible special teams players that you can watch. Always a threat to run one back. But the Ravens as a whole, you know, I'm I'm worried uh, when we get in the playoffs and all this is going to fall back on Lamar, but. When you are treated like Aaron Rodgers and you have no one to throw to, I mean, it's just – it's tough sledding out there in the NFL. I hear that. And, Josh, speaking of running one back, I mean, we'll talk briefly about this. I don't know how much you want to talk about the Bears and Falcons game. Is that all you have on that game? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, the only other thing I'll note is that uh, Baker Mayfield got the start. Did not look good. Um, I mean, I, this has got to be his last season in the league. I mean, maybe someone else takes him around as a backup. He'll be backup. Yeah. I mean, He's a good yeah. locker room, dude. Yeah, he'll he'll go somewhere as a backup quarterback. I mean, this is last season to get the nod. I mean, he he won't be starting, you know, unless it's you know a bad injury or something. He's just showing that he's not that guy. PJ Walker was winning games. I mean, they should take a book out of the Commanders. You know, we got the twenty games with him start. But Baker started did not look good. Obviously, and we haven't talked about any of this color because we haven't put out a, an episode. But uh, Christian McCaffrey is now not even a Panther. So Christian McCaffrey is playing for the 49ers. Uh, DJ Moore has been having crazy good games until Baker Mayfield comes back. She's the lowest percentage of targets he's seen all year. So it just 
frustrating as a DJ Moore owner if you're in fantasy because you get no consistency when Baker Mayfield's a quarterback. Give me the XFL guy all day long. Isn't that crazy? Like how much beef they have with each other? That's ridiculous. I mean, is it's it beef? I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I know it was with Robbie Anderson, but like DJ Moore is a good receiver. Baker just crazy. doesn't like the, the main receivers. Uh, so, Josh, we talked about returns earlier. Uh, Cordero Patterson. I mean, securing the day, the most all-time kickoff returns for touchdowns. I think he's at nine now. Josh, he's taking nine kickoff returns for touchdowns in the NFL. How crazy is that? So that is crazy, but I think it's crazier that in my head, eight or nine, whatever he's at, was a low number. I was like, you tell me that's the most that anyone's ever done in their career? Like Some of these guys are playing for like 20 years on special teams. Yes, and most we've ever gotten. It's pretty yeah, impressive. You know how hard it is to do that. That's I mean crazy, but I mean, but like you, when you think of a guy like Devin Hester, you don't think Devin Hester's returned nine touchdowns? I bet he's up there. I bet he's probably got at least six, seven, or eight. I bet he's up there. Uh, but the Bears, they did fall short to the Falcons. Uh, Josh, here's what I want to say: the Bears, they're continuing to play like their brand of football. Justin Fields, he's electric. I mean, he had more rushing yards easily today than the running back. More, more attempts as well. But it's well, and the, and the crazy thing about that was he also did not break out of the pocket as much as he normally does. I mean, he was actually sitting in the pocket, dancing, trying to find receivers. Like he's never, he doesn't do that. But he was, he was making a point to do that today. Going through progressions and then finding holes to to escape. I mean, it's it's really impressive. His game is growing. Josh, that dude is big too. Man, that dude is every bit of six three, six. I mean, that dude is big. He is growing into a lot better of a player than I had expected. And I mean, in this, I mean, they're playing their brand of football. They finally, you know, switched out, switched out the uh, the play caller. The got Matt Nagy out of their, the Matt Nagy system out of there. They're they're wrapping their game plan around Justin Fields. It's leading the close games. I mean, it's not necessarily leading them winning all these games, but Josh, they're they lost by three. I mean, the. the to a, I mean, a decent, uh, no, we would say decent, a Falcons team. Uh, Tyler, do you know, do you know the best quarterback in the red zone? Justin Fields. Marcus Mariota. Really? 10 trips, 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. Art Smith. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Marcus Mariota looking like the guy I thought he was, you know, eight years ago. I mean, I'll tell you, uh, Art Smith, I mean, he sh- could be in consideration for Coach of the Year. So Art Smith looks a lot like Sean Payton. I was watching the game today, and I said, is Sean Payton coaching for – Oh, he, like, actually looks like him? Yeah. like, oh. like I, was, I was like, what is Sean Payton doing out on the football field right now? Like his coaching scheme. <laughs> oh, no, no. But, no, I, I, I legit thought he was Sean Payton today. I had to uh, Google it. Let's move on to a absolute blowout. I mean, what people were touting as, you know, one of the top top teams in the NFL, definitely in the, in the NFC, the Minnesota Vikings coming to this game 8-1. and one. I mean, Josh, your pick for coach of the year, uh, Kevin, o, uh, that's not his name. What's his name? Kevin O'Connor. Oh, yeah. O'Connor. I almost said Kevin O'Connor. That's the dude who covers NBA. Got absolutely trounced today by the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys defensive line. That's the story of this game. Obviously, Kirk Cousins at, at three o'clock is a story. I mean, he can't win it. Can't win when it's when some bright lights are on him. Cowboys D line seven sacks and thirteen times he hit the quarterback. Josh, 
So Micah Parsons was my defensive player of the year pick. And he is the real dude. He's good. Man, um, he's good. The Vikings, Kyler, I, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, it's the easy thing just to blame Kirk Cousins when it's not noon. And I mean, that's what I'm going to do because it wasn't noon and he just looked bad. Uh, the stat for the for the Vikings, Skylar, this is what really shows it. Vikings are now eight and two. Point differential in all the games total is minus two. Oh, I mean that, that's that's literally all you need to know about this team. Yeah, I mean it's it's not looking good. I mean they're not they're not for real. They're not the real deal. But here's the crazy thing: the players on this team are the real deal. Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in the league. Adam Thielen might be the best wide receiver, too, in the league. Dalvin Cook oh, yeah. is a top five, top six running back in the league. Definitely. I mean, they've a got – Good offensive line. TJ Hawkinson is a top five tight end now that they've got. TJ Hawkinson, what a pickup from them. Yeah, I mean, made the trade deadline, uh, I think, Irvin on IR, and they took Hawk. I mean, great addition. But, I mean, obviously there's still a little rust between him and Kurt because there was a miscue on a few routes today. But for the most part, I mean, Hawkins looked good in the debut. Alexander Madison's really good. This defense is actually pretty good. So what happened today was just the Vikings are the worst in the league under pressure when being when when blitzed. And the Cowboys love to bring pressure. They just love it. And they did it over and over and over, and the Vikings had no way to stop it. But, I mean – to the credit of the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, they've clawed through these games to get to 8-1 and one, now 8-2. and two. I mean, it's been hard-fought battles to get where they are. I mean, the fumble in the end zone last week against the Bills, you know, just a, a crazy upset win that no one thought was going to happen. It was a cr the craziest two-minute sequence I think I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, the Vikings have been fighting hard. Uh, Dak Prescott came back after Cooper Rush led this Cowboys team to a four victories. He went four and one in his starts. I mean, just incredible. And then Dak comes back and has been lighting it up, actually, not being mid. I mean, even though today I think the first four touchdowns were scored by two by Zeke and two by Tony Pollard. Yep, that's exactly right. And uh, like you said, Tony Pollard had two receiving touchdowns to go with 109 receiving yards um, and also 80 yards from scrimmage to the ground. Uh, so Tony Pollard, I mean, absolutely establishing himself uh, in uh, on this team as, as a receiving threat and a rushing threat. And like you said, Zeke getting those two touchdowns as well. And I mean, that, that kind of point to the Vikings defense at that point. I mean, they're not, they're not the best. They're pretty boomer bust. Obviously, you know, they got that pick from uh, Josh Allen last week in the end zone. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how real the Vikings can be. Well, that was a, so Kyle, did you watch that sequence? Yeah. Yeah. The, it was the fumble. The fumble in the end zone on the snap. They well, recovered yeah. a, in in overtime though, when he threw that pick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it like, might not have been in the end zone. Yeah, I don't know, but the fumble was the wildest thing I think I've ever seen in the NFL. It's it's yeah, childhood shit, right? There. But Kyle, we've like, talked about the Cowboys, and I know we're going to talk about these other teams, but I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. Is the NFC beast the best division in football? I mean, there there's an honest, real chance that all four teams get into the playoffs. As of last week, it was historically the best division in NFL history. Wow. Is that not insane? They might even go up this week, huh? Oh, the Giants lost. Yeah, they're the only ones. 
And they're still seven and four. Seven and three. <clears throat> seven and three. I mean, still not bad. I wouldn't be mad to be seven and three right now. That's what the Cowboys are. Wow. So, uh, man, you're you're definitely right about that. Uh, moving on, Josh. Browns Bills. Uh, the Bills, you know, a good bounce back game. They uh came out go ahead touchdown uh late in the game, I believe. Oh no, a field uh go ahead field uh, field goal to push the lead to 15 out of out of range out of uh out of distance so the uh right is it, am I right about that oh yeah yeah so Kelly, I was watching this game yeah. uh, on red zone it was on there a lot and uh if you were watching the game it was never really even close I mean mm. Amari Cooper was the only sign of life from from the Browns today I mean other than that it was it, it just was not their game. The Bills had complete control. You had it right. It was a great bounce-back yeah. game, bounce-back win for the Bills. They needed it. You know, the last two weeks have been very rocky. Josh Allen has struggled as of late. Kyle, Josh Allen, I, I don't know if it's still to this week, but a week ago or two weeks ago, Josh Allen led the league in turnovers. Well, yeah, and, you know, people were pointing to, to that elbow. How do you think it is? Uh, I mean, I, I – you know – it's probably affecting him, but Josh Allen's going to go out there and play. And I'm going to steal this from Jim Traber, uh, Oklahoma, you know, sports legend, sports talk legend. Uh, if you're going out and playing football, I don't want to hear about your elbow. Right. If you're healthy enough to go out on the field and play, I don't want to hear about the elbow. Yep, you're right about that. And I don't think that Josh Allen is actually using the elbow as a cop out. I think he's actually more frustrated with himself lately than anything else. But he looked pretty good at it. I mean, him and Stephon Diggs were were firing it back and forth. I mean, let's not get crazy and act like Josh Allen still is an elite quarterback in the NFL because he's one of the best in the league right now. Yeah, and that being said, he all and he only rushed for um, he only took three rushes today for seven yards. So that's something to to note uh, going forward. One was pretty big. He only had seven rushing yards. One was pretty big. I watched it. It was like an eleven or twelve yard run. So he uh, must have uh, he must have got hit behind the line. Maybe maybe he did. But uh, the one thing I did not see, I did not see him duck his shoulder and try to engage contact because that's Josh Allen's style. He's basically been Roethlisberger. How much was even even the week he was hurting like the week after he hurt, he hurt his elbow he was still doing that like two or three times like Jesus Christ I'm saying he always initiates contact so but Kyler the Bills look great I mean I expect fully expect the Bills to see the the Ravens or the Chiefs in the playoffs the Browns Josh you know who comes back next week two weeks is it not next week he's practicing I know yeah yeah so he comes back week thirteen because week thirteen is against the Texans okay. So, I mean, you know, it's random 12 game suspension. So, if so, is he going to play seven games total? No, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. He's going to play five games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe sneak into the playoffs. No, so not really. Right now, they've lost seven games. If they win out, 10 I mean, seven? Yeah, but. Who do they play next week with Jacoby Brissett, Sunder Center? I mean, yeah, I'm sure they got to play the Ravens again. They're not beating the Ravens. Uh, they're not beating the Bengals if they have to play the Bengals again. No, we'll see. We're we're no, but the, I think this will give the uh, the Houston Texans fans who don't care about the rapist quarterback a good chance, a good uh, something really uh, positive to look forward to for the next season. Well, I mean, if you're just talking about the ability to play football, Deshaun Watson just is is an incredible talent. I. I have gotten roasted for this. I am curious to see what he's going to look like on the football field. 
Because this is what I think is going to happen, Kyler. I think week 13, Deshaun Watson is going to come out and throw for 340 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. Really? I think it's going to be an incredible game one. Uh, the Houston Texans are not good. The defense is bad. Davis Mills is not that guy. And I, I love Davis Mills. He's just showing me that he's not that guy. But the defense is, for the Texans is not good. Nothing about the offense. Davis Mills, even if they score points, the defense is bad. Deshaun Watson is going to be able to score the ball. But it's never they play that next game after it's a lackluster defense. That's what I want to see from Deshaun Watson. I need to see two passing touchdowns and quite a few yards against the Houston Texans in a win week one from Deshaun Watson. No, and I can respect that. Uh, anything else on the Texans? Uh, on the Texans? Who did the Texans play today? Uh, the Commanders. Uh, who, who did we just talk about? Browns, Bills, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have anything else on the Browns or the Bills. Uh, so Eagles, Colts. I mean, Josh, the Eagles coming off uh, their first loss of the season, obviously a letdown there. Coming into this game, you'd think that, I mean, you'd think they'd lay the smack down on the Colts, you know, get some revenge. Josh, this was this was all Colts until the fourth quarter. How much credit do you give to Jeff Saturday? I mean, uh, all of it. So what's your take on the hire there? I mean, I, I honestly love it. I mean, uh, getting him in there, making him the CEO of the business, making him, you know, we're not we're not trusting you, Jeff, to we're not giving you the playbook and making you stay up, you know, 25 hours a night to to make sure you know all the plays and go go call the plays and make sure everybody's where they're supposed to be. Hey, make sure your fucking guys are doing what they need to be doing. Make sure make sure you've got the morale of this team where it needs to be so we can go out there and kick some ass on, on Sunday. And I think that's exactly what Jeff Saturday's I mean, born to do. He did it in the NFL for uh, 12, 13 years. And I think it's a wonderful hire by uh, Jim Irsay, who's, I mean, probably on shrooms when he did it, but that's fine. I love the speech that he gave. I'm a leader of men. I mean, that whole thing that he talked about was just great. So I'm, I'm with you. I love the hire. I know we caught a, they caught a lot of flack for it. People were talking about hiring your drinking buddy and stuff like that. But, you know, that's I think a, he's. That's a shot at Irsay that I, I honestly didn't like that. Yeah, exactly. Even I mean, though I just said he was on shrooms, but that's more that's more more likely to be honest. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm all for the hire too. I think that it is going to work out well for them. Um, I, you know, this game kind of shocked me because I did think the Eagles were going to come out and just get on fire, but it took them a little while to get rolling again. I think uh, I think they forgot what it was like to really get punched in the mouth yeah, last week. Too. And uh, I, I think that they had – I think they struggled coming back to terms that people can score on them and play defense. How bad are the Colts in the red zone? They're so bad. Also, it's 2022. I mean, Matt Ryan, I'm sorry, brother, but if you can't shuffle those feet a little bit, we got to get you out of there. He can't. Um, but, I mean, would you rather have Sam Ellinger in there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Neither does Jeff Saturday. <laughs> he doesn't. But I will say Jonathan Taylor's all the way back. MVP. I mean, no. not, I mean obviously not for the season, but MVT, MVP. <laughs> today. I mean, 20, obviously only 84 yards and a touchdown, but he was doing everything he could to keep this team in the in the game. And uh, obviously just not enough in the end. The Colts and I mean, the Eagles end up pulling it out 17 to 16. Very close game. What I don't understand is why Michael Pittman's not getting more looks. I mean, that man should have no less than eight targets a game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he ended up with uh, seven targets today, six receptions. Not going to cut it. 
We've got to get those are rookie numbers. We've got to bump those numbers up. That is it. Uh, Jalen Hurts, though, is actually legitimately making a case for the MVP. He is. I mean, uh, Josh, and I mentioned this in a, in a text message earlier. Tua Tagovailoa started last week, uh, sixteen to one, before the game last week. Right now, he's four to one. Wow! And they didn't even play this week, did they? No, they did not. Yeah, I mean, so for me right now, I've got Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Tua is my top five. I think I might even have Lamar higher, to be honest. I mean, you can't put him above Mahomes. Mahomes is leading the leading the league in touchdowns and passing yards. And where do you have, where do you have Lamar? Has the best record. Number two. Okay, yeah, that's where we're having. Uh, Josh, talk about the the robbery of the week. I mean, the the people, the team who really got their bubble bursted, the New York Jets. Uh, mm. I mean, that kickoff return. Um, was it twenty seconds left in the game? And then there was five uh, seconds left. Five seconds left in the fucking game. Uh, just one of the more apparent block in the backs you've ever seen in your life. Wasn't called. So, Kyler, listen to this. I'm in a group chat in our family with Unwrapped, right? Our, our boy Corey is in there, and uh, you know they're all hyped because they're Ravens or they're Patriots fans. And I said, "Ooh!" I said, "Blown block in the back call with the zipped lips emoji." And he said, "Oh well, didn't impact the play." Whoa! I said, "Bro, that was the closest defender to make a tackle on the ball carrier. That absolutely had something to do with the play." At the very, very, very least, it would have slowed him down. It's like, and the thing is, like, are they then eventually kicking a field goal to win? Yeah, probably. But they've already missed one, missed two, and I mean, oh yeah, ah, oh. that's insane. Cause, I mean, that, I mean, it, it's pretty likely he makes that tackle there. Yeah, I mean, it was a bad, bad miss call. Wow. But to be fair. Zach Wilson might have that dog in him, but he's not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. I'm sorry. You're not that guy. Nine for 22, 77 yards. I'm a big Zach Wilson fan. I've been riding on the Zach Wilson fan wagon for before he got into the NFL. I put, I, I probably have a $5 bet out there somewhere that says that Zach Wilson will finish his career better than Trevor Lawrence. And I'm telling you, I don't know who I made it with, but I need to give somebody five dollars because I just don't see that happening. Maybe they bring back Flacco. I don't know. I but, traded Zach Wilson for Christian Kirk in the dynasty league the other day. Yeah, that was a bad decision. Uh, I mean, but let's let's talk. I mean, before this, obviously, this game should have gone to overtime, three to three. This Jets defense. It's the most real I've ever seen a Jets defense. Oh, yeah. I mean, this team is good. I mean, this is the best Jets team that we've seen in five, six, seven years. At least. I mean, uh, Josh, literally since I've ever seen Sauce Gardner. I mean, uh, he's Josh, he's got his own island now. He's good. He like he's the real. The people are getting lost in the sauce out there every single week. I mean, you saw Mac Jones today. He had a pretty good week. I mean, Josh, is he taking this team back over? It looks like it. Yeah, I mean, you know, the reason that uh, don't worry, B. Zappy was in there in the first place was because Mac Jones got hurt. But I mean, Mac Jones take take back over as a starter, sure. Mac Jones is a mid level game manager. I mean, he's going to be, you know, his ceiling to me is a Kirk Cousins. 
Ah, uh, five. I think that's high. I mean, I mean, look at Kurt. He's got one of the Cowboys. Yeah, but uh, yeah. My thing is that my thing is the New England Patriots don't need an outstanding quarterback. Josh, go ahead and look up how much money Kurt Cousins has made in his career. That's a lot of money. I, Kurt, I mean, <laughs> Matt Jones will get paid. He won't get paid that much money. We'll oh, see. Gosh. This market shifting. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about a team who's who. Josh, they're on a winning streak. Not only a winning streak, they're on a three-game winning streak. And today they beat one of the hottest teams, not only in the NFL, in the entire world, one of the hottest cities in the world, in one of the hottest cities in the world, the New York football giants. The Detroit Lions went in there and kicked some ass, man, like Dan Campbell would say. I mean, Jared Goff, let's talk about him. Is he, I mean, what um, is he? What is jo- Where does Jared Goff? Is he, is he's he good? A- He's a he's mid. He's a mid level okay. game manager. Okay, so this is the Mac Jones ceiling is Jared Goff. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I see, and that's see, and that's the crazy thing is Jared Goff's got a Super Bowl appearance. It's very true. He scored three points in that Super Bowl. <laughs> but I could also see Mac Jones going to the Super Bowl and scoring three points. So I mean, very similar. Mean? I mean, but the thing is, I mean well, it's in the exact same game style, too, because if you look at the Patriots team, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris are the ones scoring those touchdowns on the ground. Luke, who's scoring for the for the Lions? Jamal Williams, who snipes every time DeAndre Swift runs 35 yards to the red zone. Then they bring in Jamal Williams to go in. Tyler, here's my hot take here. Hard knocks, Jamal Williams. Let the puppies piss on the porch, let the big dogs eat. He's throwing shade at DeAndre Swift because he's saying that he's too small to get in the end zone. He's calling him a puppy who needs to piss on the porch. Let me get in, coach, and let the big dogs eat. I'm convinced there's friction in the locker room. Jamal Williams throwing shade at DeAndre Swift. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, somebody's been in the weight room. Somebody hasn't. I mean, 17 carries today for Jamal Williams. He's obviously taking over the backfield. And Josh, three tutties? Well, the thing is, he's not even taking over the backfield. I mean, how many carries did, did DeAndre Swift have? Five. I, Justin I Jackson had, had nine. So maybe, maybe DeAndre Swift had an injury. Did he have any receptions today? Uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, <laughs> three. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I know he had a touchdown, which was good. Mm-hmm. He, had, he did have a touchdown. So I mean, he has been hurt this year. I mean, the groins kept him out for a few games. He was questionable to play. But when he's healthy, he's hands down better than Jamal Williams. But it's Every time DeAndre Swift gets close to the red zone, he'll fall on the one or two yard line, and Jamal Williams will just punch it in for the touchdown. It is the most frustrating person to own in fantasy football is DeAndre Swift. The most frustrating. Uh, I mean, I would right up there on that list in the same game as Saquon Barkley. I mean, Saquon Barkley oh. today, 15 carries, 22 yards, no touchdowns. The longest run of the day he had was four <laughs> yards. I mean, just an absolute nightmare if he's on your fantasy team and you're contending for a playoff spot. A, a bright spot on this team, obviously, Wondell Robinson. I mean, co- really coming to, into his own. Nine receptions today, 100 yards. Uh, he got hurt today. How bad? I mean, he he left in like the second or third and didn't come back. He left in the second or uh, – she had 13 targets in, in two and a half quarters. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it was – if it was the fourth, it was early fourth. Damn. Daniel Jones, yeah. uh, two picks that obviously didn't help the cause. So what is? So we asked you asked me what Jared Goff was. What is Daniel Jones? I mean, the Giants are seven and three. Depending on how the season ends, I mean, the, Josh, they've got 
six, seven more games, six more games left. Say they split them. Seven more games. Say they only win two. Say they say they go two and five. Look, so they, they end the season nine and seven. What happens to Daniel Jones? I was gonna say ten. <clears throat> and I think he be, I think he gets a two year extension. I could see it. I think so. I mean, and the their coach the uh, Dayball came out the other day in a press conference, and you know they said, you know, what's the one thing that I, I think he got hosed on a on some kind of uh, some kind of call or something like that. You know, they wanted him to trash the officials or trash someone, and he came out and really defended his quarterback. He said that he said that motherfucker in there, he's he's tough, he's tough as nails. He shows up every single week, ready to practice. So you love to see that from your head coach supporting Daniel Jones, and I think I think he's going to keep him around. I saw Daniel Jones uh, getting up off his back last week after getting sacked, and uh, I don't know who the announcer was, but he said, well, this looks like vintage Eli Manning. <laughs> I mean, a little, little more spry, but, I mean, and you see today seven rushes, 50 yards, and a, t- and a TD. So, yeah, that rushing touchdown was nice, too. He, he's a he's definitely a monster. <clears throat> Move on. Enough, enough of those horrible, horrible teams. Uh, Command- Giants are seven and three, Bubba. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Commanders, Texans. So, Kyler, before we start on this game, this is the, the – I just want to talk about the Commanders real quick. Not even the Commanders. And I'm not going to be long. Last week, I'm in Nashville. We're watching that game live against the Commanders and the Eagles. I can't, I never remember which guys are calling the games, but whatever guys were calling that game on Monday Night Football, Aikman and uh, Joe Buck. It was Aikman. Aikman. I don't know what happened. Aikman hates Taylor Heineke. Absolutely <laughs> hates it. I, I mean, he overthrew the ball. Like just, I mean, it it was obvious he was throwing to Terry McLaurin right over his ass hands, and correct me goes. Well, I don't know who Heineke was throwing that ball to, but it wasn't even close. And then they go to the next thing. And then Heineke makes a great pass to Curtis Samuel, makes a completion. He goes, well, that ball didn't really have enough zip on it from Heineke, but Curtis Samuel did a good job to bring it in. And it was like – and it was the first half, the entire way through Aikman, even if he said a compliment, it was a backhanded compliment that had an insult in it. It, Don't know the beef. There's beef there. There's beef there, and we're going to squash that when he comes on the show, hopefully. If not, we might plan a boxing match. Uh, Taylor Haneke is that guy. I mean, we, t- we talked about it with Daniel Jones. What, what does he have to do to get that extension? I don't think Taylor Haneke has to do much more than what he's doing exactly right now to become the – I don't want to say the quarterback of the future, but the quarterback of the next few years for this Washington football team. And I say the football team because they're going to be, get bought soon by uh, a, a group of, of very famous investors, and I, I imagine they're going to rename it. I hope they rename it. Um, all Taylor Heineke has to do is one thing. It's one word. And it's the reason that he's still the starting quarterback. When? Yeah. When they asked uh, – oh, I'm blanking on his name. Rivera. Ron. Was Ron. When they asked Ron why they were why he named Heineke the starter over Carson Wentz, he goes, because we're winning. Yeah. Like, it's that easy. All you got to do is win the football games. And that's, that, and that's the reason that Josh, I think he's getting paid – $8 million a year. There's a reason you pay your backup $8 million a year. It's because he's fucking Taylor Heineken. And you need him to keep him in the building. I mean, you can go pay a Chase Daniel, Chase Daniel three. You don't want to chase Daniel because Carson Wentz sucks. And Chase Daniel didn't almost beat Tom Brady in a playoff game. Oh, I've been a Heineken fan ever since that playoff game where he almost took down Tom Brady. 
Absolutely. ever since then. Um, so the commanders, <coughs> commanders are six and four now. Six and five. Six and five. They have at six and five. They have the worst record in either conference in the East Division. Exactly. NFC, AFC East. They have the worst record, which John, is wow. I was going to add onto the stat that you said earlier, where all the all the uh, NFC beast teams uh, could make the playoffs. All of the East teams can make the playoffs at this point. I mean, yep. there's a, there's a route where all of the East teams can make the playoffs, and that's absolutely bonkers. Uh, that's all I've got in this game. That was that was a pretty much. Who's, who did the Commanders play today? We, I don't even think we talked about the game. Texans. Oh yeah, that was the thing. I, Davis Mills had that one rushing touchdown that yep. you know showed he had legs, but he looked very bad other than that. Uh, one name to watch, Kyler. I've talked about him before on the show, but he's a great defender on Washington, and his name is Montez Sweat. And yeah, yeah Josh, we've heard of Montez Sweat. Well, hey, Kyler, if you haven't, fucking superstar. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He is, and whenever Chase Young comes back, all it does open stuff up for Montez Sweat. That guy is phenomenal. I've had him on my franchise team for like six years on Madden. Yeah, I think he came from Ohio State somewhere, somewhere around there. Um, let's move on. Raiders at Broncos. I mean, Josh, this is a lock for me. I knew that I'm, I, I'm done with Russell Wilson. I'm done ever betting a, with Russell Wilson. I'm done ever pretty much watching Russell Wilson unless I'm forced to, unless they put him on these primetime games. I'm pretty sure he probably has 17 more primetime games this season that I have to sit through on Thursday night. Uh, but this this is it. I don't even know why the fuck he's still playing. Um, uh, put Because they pay him backup? a lot of money. Well, what's the backup's name? Oh, I don't know. Put him in. Uh, Derek Carr got it done in overtime. It took him in overtime. Josh Jacobs, another monster day. Devontae Adams. I mean, we talk about the best best receiver in the league with Justin Jefferson. Devontae Adams put on a show. Devontae Adams always looks good no matter what. Uh, this game was kind of fun. I mean, if the Raiders would ever actually just – I mean, when whenever they do because they have done it, Whenever they lean into Josh Jacobs, good things happen. Cowboys too with with the Zeke and Pollard. Yeah, I I just don't know why they want Derek Carr to throw it so much. Like if he doesn't have to be that guy, don't force him to be that guy. And I think this is why it's happening is because they don't want to pay, and they're not going to pay Josh Jacobs to stay there. They can't afford to. Well, they don't like him. Josh, have you seen that they want to fire Josh McDaniels, but they can't? Oh, yeah. And I literally don't think they can, they can afford because you have to put this money in escrow if you want to pay. If you want to pay these large contracts to these players, you have to put all that money in escrow. And I don't think the Vegas Raiders have that in escrow. I don't, I don't know that they do either, but I know that they don't like Josh Jacobs. I mean, they played him in the Hall of Fame game, Kyler. <laughs> you don't crazy. play your starting running back in the Hall of Fame game. But I do know that when they lean into Josh Jacobs, they win football games. It's happened all year long in the games that they go away from Jacobs, they lose. That is crazy. Although I will say it's kind of flipped on its head. You know, we thought that uh, the Broncos were going to be closer to the uh, to the Chargers and the Chiefs in this division, and instead uh, that has not happened. Man, they had all, all the potential to it, and it just Russ, – Russ decided to – I don't know – all right, moving on. This was this was an exciting game, Josh. Let's talk about this game. The, this is the um, I believe this is in in division. Uh, Bengals at Steelers. You knew this was going to be a close game. This was in Pittsburgh. Uh, a lot of people took the uh, Pittsburgh plus money. Uh, I don't think that that ended up cashing. But uh, the Bengals win thirty seven thirty. 
Joe Burrow, 355 yards, four tud, four tuds. I mean, obviously the two picks. I mean, but you live, you live, in, you live with the bad, don't you? I mean, T. Higgins, Josh, uh, no Jamar Chase for at least the next few weeks, huh? Yeah, he's still on IR. Oh, uh, do you know any update on that? In a couple weeks or done for the season? No, no, he'll come back. Okay, glad to hear that. Uh, like I said, T. Higgins absolutely showed out today. Nine receptions, 148 yards. Uh, uh, but they're saying could. Uh, so Jamar Chase could practice next week. Their second leading rusher, um, unfortunately, was Samaj P. Ryan, who is their running back or backup running back. So not what you want to see. Uh, but George Pickens, uh, he had he 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 played well today for the Steelers. Josh, they put up thirty points. Kenny Kenny Pickett put up thirty points. So George Pickens and Kenny Pickett have a very good rapport. I mean, those guys. I mean, they play very well with each other. Um, Pickens makes Pickett look very good. Uh, but you are right. You live with the battle, Joe Burrow. There, I mean, with no Jamar Chase, all you got to do is just get the win. I mean, you still got Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins and J- and Joe Mixon. Which Joe Mixon left that game yep. uh, late due to an injury as well. But Samaj Piran stepped up in a big way. I can't believe he's still being as impactful as he is on the football field. Uh, coming out of Oklahoma, both these guys from Oklahoma, just you know, putting out putting on some shows. But uh, Jamar Chase is stud when he's out there. So you just got to get the win since he's gone. Um, Hayden Hurst also looks very good on this Bengals team. Definitely. Also, the white jerseys with the black Bengal stripes are some of the best jerseys in the league. Definitely, hundred percent. Um, I forgot to mention Najee Harris. I mean, I just a valiant, <coughs> valiant effort out there for the Steelers, trying trying his damnedest to get Mike Tomlin back to five hundred, trying trying to preserve that streak, but uh, not quite enough. So he'd have to. They would have to win out, correct? Or they could lose one more game to not have or to have the. Yep, that's it. Yeah, do they? Can they lose one more? Or does it have to be perfect? You gotta be. Yeah, that's what I thought. They gotta win now to preserve because you can't go five hundred anymore, right? Nope. Nope, you cannot. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be the first time, and I mean, they're trying everything they can, and I, you know, I, I thought they were gonna get the uh, onside kick at the end of the game. Oh yeah, no. Harrison, yeah. Uh, he was close. In the well, coach teams, but uh. Any other games we missed? I believe we knocked them all out before we uh, preview Monday Night Football. Uh, no, I think uh, I think we hit them all. You know, I just I'll say before we preview the game, I, I'll just say the NFL has been very busy this year. Just some you know top headlines that we didn't talk about because these teams may not be playing. Um, Trevor Lawrence has looked pretty good uh, this year. You know, he's made he's made some big strides. The, the record doesn't show that. Doesn't reflect it, but he's made some improvements as a quarterback. Christian Kirk getting put on that team is going to, is a very good weapon for him. A lot of moves at the deadline that happened. Obviously, Christian Kirk there. You've got uh, who did the Chargers get on defense? Um, no idea. Max. Or the, the Dolphins. The Dolphins got uh, Chubb, Bradley Chubb. So I mean, you're pairing him with Melvin Ingram down there. I mean, just Brooklyn Smith to the Ravens. Coach of the year is Mike McDaniel. You think? Yeah. Yep. No, Brian Dayball looking pretty good. Mm. I mean, the Dolphins were five hundred last year. The Giants were not. <laughs> when the Dolphins' number one quarterback has started and finished a game, they're undefeated. Not undefeated. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I, you're not a part of Q and two and on. I'll I'll be letting everyone. I'll be letting them know. Uh, the Buccaneers. Oh yeah, I will raise that. I will wave that flag. I am not. 
part of QAnon. You're you'll be added to a list. Uh, the Buccaneers, um, they're a dumpster fire along with the Packers. No man, the Bucks are all the way back. Tom Brady's back. Kyler, they're on a win streak going into the bye. I mean, Tom Brady's got to figure it out. No, Josh, I'm. They went to Germany and beat Gino, and Germany is Giselle's land. Yep. Call me Max Kellerman. Uh, you know, you know, Tom Brady was a. I'll just say porking because you know Germany pork. Uh, that's some uh, probably some of Giselle's cousins to get back at her. But anyways, Josh, this is getting too late in the show. Uh, uh, Seahawks, Seahawks are great. We'll mention them. Uh, Gino, Gino will stick around for another year at least. Gino might get a, a long term deal somewhere. I know. Uh, I don't know because the other thing to keep in mind is this next draft class has a lot of quarterbacks coming out, and that that really. Uh, <sighs> I mean, that really kind of makes you – obviously, no teams are ever going to put bad tape out there. But, I mean, the Texans, they're, they're really looking to top that draft class. They're like, God damn it, Hendon Hooker. Uh, Will Levis, though, from Kentucky, uh, he's definitely going to be a top that. The, uh, the dude from North Carolina, Mays, he's – I think he's pretty, he could go number one. Oh, yeah. And Stetson's going to end up playing – he'll end up being a first-round guy just because he's yeah. won two national championships. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's quite a bit of what's happening around the league, Kyler. I just was trying to give everyone a little insight. Austin Eckler was number one overall fantasy player up until like a week ago. Lamar Jackson's having a phenomenal year. Jalen Hurts is great. NFL is all the way here, Kyler. We're like halfway over with the season. The NBA is just getting started. Hockey's just getting started. We've got World Cup. We've got sports, Kyler. Put yourself back March 30th of 2020, no sports on TV. You and I are having to go back and watch the uh, Cavalier Golden State Warrior finals games just to put content out. That's it. I mean, watching horse tournaments, totem pole, Korean baseball. I mean, it's it's been it's been a ride, buddy. And we're back all the way back. Next episode. Next episode is a totem pole. Next episode will be a totem pole, and that'll be on Thursday or Friday. Uh, Episode will probably come out Friday. All right, let's do it. See you then, buddy. All right, see you, bud.